0: The following podcast is sponsored by Endgame PR, a social media PR firm based near Richmond, Virginia. To learn more about how Endgame PR can help your business with media relations, social media management, content creation, and even podcast production, please visit EndgamePR.com. That's E N D G A M E P R.com. Welcome to Rams Rewind, a podcast that looks back at all of the action from VCU men's basketball. After each game, our host George Templeton talks live on Facebook with Ram fans and gives his take on the team's performance. And now, here's George.
1: That was that was really that was really frustrating and kind of terrible in some spots, but then there were there were moments where you saw that VCU could have gotten themselves back in this game and and we'll, can, we can get into the debates all about the refereeing or the Roach should have sat Highland as long. All of those things are valid things to talk about. But when, when ECU was making a comeback, what was it that ultimately stopped their comeback, which was, which was on? The comeback was on in the second half. Down 17, they were starting. They were getting to the foul line and hitting foul shots. They were starting to make progress. What stopped it? not rebounding the basketball. They end up minus six in the second half on offensive rebounds. That leads to a plus seven for St. Bonaventure. And in the critical moment, the critical moment when VCU was really starting to get a hold of this and get back in the game, three times in a row, three times in a row, VCU got misses and didn't get the rebound. Um, so that's that's the issue. That's the issue there. Um and, it, and Mitch, that's the whole point is that I think we're still gonna be in the tourney. Hopefully we're not gonna fall into the play in game. I'm gonna be real mad if we're in the play in game. But you never know what these bid thieves and what these idiot what this idiot commissioner is. But you can talk about everything, and we're gonna get into all of that because I'm seeing your comments. But it starts for me in the second half, it starts there because they were coming back in this game and they couldn't get a damn defensive rebound. Now uh, who is it that said it? Let me scroll back. Uh, John Dockers, he said, Bones selfish playing the first, first help to bury us. I will agree with you there, John. I don't know what got into Bones Highland, but that first few minutes of the game when he got those three fouls was just absolutely awful. He was selfish. He was selfish. He was forcing it. The ch- now, let's understand this. The referees had a role because the first charge foul... Oshuni is in the no charge circle. His feet are in the no charge circle, and there is a ref that is supposed to look at that. Okay, the refs have to look at that. Um, and now we're going to get. Now let's get to this. Isaiah Ham, Isaac Arthur Ham have been adamant that Bones should have stayed in the game or should have been sat for a little while, come back with three fouls. Here's why I disagree. Here's why I disagree. Mark Schmidt is a master. At attacking weak points on defense, you saw it in this game. If you put Bones out there with three fouls, you tell him you can't foul. You can't take any gambles on defense. They're going to go at him until he gets his fourth. And let's remember, the referees were hosing VCU, especially in the first half. It's uh, you can say it may not be a matter of trusting Bones. It's me, I'm not a matter of trusting those referees to get calls right. There, it really is. It really is a case of that for me. Um. And again, second half's different, Isaac. You come out three fouls to start the second half, you can be more aggressive. You can be more aggressive. And even then, it took a while for Bones to get going in the second half. He had to do it at the foul line, thank goodness. Um, so what, he didn't get fouls in the second half. That doesn't mean he wouldn't have got them in the first half. Look at the way the game was being called in the first half. Uh, you know, they, they freaking... They were calling every little thing on VCU, and they were letting St. Bonaventure get away with a lot of stuff, and it was frustrating. It was absolutely frustrating. And that said, they were only down seven at halftime. So for me, the decision was fine. It's a seven-point game at halftime. You're right in the ball game. You've got a chance. But they collectively lost their heads in the second half, and there are two things I'll blame on Rhodes. Number one. The defensive game plan not great. Because seriously, you can't go under screens against this team of all teams. You just can't go under screens. Um you know, and 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 for me that happened far too much. Yes it is, Isaac. A 7-point deficit at halftime is not is not out of the game. Anybody can come from 7 down. But let me get back. You can't go under screens. And for whatever reason against Lofton and Attaway, they kept going under screens. The two of them were 6 out of 7 from 3. That was a freaking killer. That was a freaking killer. Um Yeah, a 7-point game is is not out of the game at halftime. They were down 7 at halftime and Bones had no points. So, I for me, so for me, I I'm not I don't have a problem that that that, the fact that they weren't buried in the game at halftime says to me that that worked out okay. But what didn't work out okay is that defensively, our game plan was not good. That's the first thing. The second thing is the mentality on offense. Everybody was trying to flip and do it themselves. Seriously, too much one-man basketball. Hardly a possession where they passed it around. Um, and, and you know what, Keith Burlock, that's an interesting point, although I'm not sure how much Stockard would have helped because he's just never been that big a help rebounding wise, but yeah, they get killed on the boards. He doesn't play, um, you know, Ward, I don't know if Ward got back in there after he got the technical. I I think Ward's got to be out there even with, in the second half, Ward's got to be out there with four fouls because he's a decent rebounder. Not many, Isaiah, good question. 9 assists on 22 made baskets, 9 turnovers. I'll be stunned I'm stunned that it's that many. <laughs> they only had 9 turnovers, which was good. And you think about that, they had four in the first 3 minutes of the second half. So outside of that, they only had 5 turnovers the whole game. They did a good job on that mostly. But yeah, 9 assists on 22 made baskets is not great. Um and that is Keith that that's what they love to do. They they screen, they they play the high pick and roll and they screen a lot. And you have to fight through and fight over those screens. Now, I wonder if the way the refs called this game might have contributed to some players not being as physical going through those screens, which I can understand, but that's... You got to fight those screens. Oh, God, yes, yeah, Stephen, last night, yeah, Florida State had 25 turnovers. But that's, that's the thing. VCU had opportunity in this game. And ultimately... That opportunity was snuffed out by their inability to rebound St. Bonaventure misses, and it's as simple as that. And we've seen it. We've seen this team play really well, rebound the ball well, or be competitive on the backboard. And that's the other thing. We're not even asking them to win the backboard battle. We're asking them to be competitive. And tonight, they weren't really competitive. They were minus 10 on the boards in total, and they were minus freaking 8 on offensive rebounds. And after winning the battle on second-chance points in the first half, Uh, They lost it in the second half and lost it decisively. And that's that's one of the reasons they lose this game. Minus freaking eight in the second half on second chance points. In a game you lose by nine. That hurts. That really hurts. But the good news is this. They're not going to play this bad Friday or Saturday. Please, God, for my purposes, let it be Friday. They're not going to play this bad on Friday. Highland's not going to get three fouls in the first four minutes. You know, they're not gonna they're not gonna be they're they're not gonna be all over the place like this offensively. They're gonna have time to mentally reset and just say, okay, let's let's, you know, they gotta look at the tape and they gotta understand that they can't play like individuals, especially on that end of the floor. The offensive end of the floor, they were five individuals. And there were times that defensively they were too. The rotations weren't good today a lot. That would also contributed to some of their issues. With the, with the, um, okay, Mike Robansky, this is a good question. Mike Robansky about, asking about the technicals. There are degrees of technicals because there are some technicals you only have to get one shot for and some two. They, they ruled, and this is, this is what I believe was their ruling that the technical that they called on Welch was not intentional. He's going over to congratulate his teammate. He bumps the guy so he gets a foul shot. They gave VCU's team a technical, and they gave Ward a technical for throwing at the ball. Each of those are two foul shots, so that's how they get four. Yes, Ward did throw the ball. Ward threw the ball at a St. Bonaventure player. Uh, I hate to tell you, Mike gets it's exactly what happened. So they get the four foul shots there. Then they, excuse me, they get they get the three foul shots there. Then they get three more for the three pointer three pointer that. Um, that whole that that Lofton took and missed, and he was fouled. So that's where they get all those free throws. Then they get the basket from a SUNY. I think the team tech was people yam yeah, right running their mouth, which again, I'm okay with that. Except, god dang, Jaron Holmes got up from a play and was doing this, and no tech for him. So that's where you get mad at the referees. Um, and also. VCU had too many players on the floor. I think that's another thing they gave him a tech for. But again, so did St. Bonaventure. So if you're going to give VCU a team tech, and they, okay, and they gave and St. Bonaventure got a team tech for that as well. So those techs offset is what I guess happened. So the Ward tech is two free throws, the three, the foul on the three pointers, three three thro- five, three free throws. That's five. Excuse me, and then they get and then they get the basket. Uh, And exactly right, Isaiah Ham. We can beat St. Bonnie's. We can beat the ref. We can't beat both. Yes. And the refs did have it in for us. But even still, VCU did stuff to themselves. Not rebounding the basketball. You just can't have it. Seriously, you can't have it. And it's frustrating because at the start of the game, we were struggling on offense. But one thing we did really well was get into the paint and score. And it was giving us a chance. But we let Lofton get loose early. That hurt, too. Um, Well, it could be Mike Rabansky. VCU versus LSU in the first round. LSU should have won at the buzzer against Alabama, missed two really close-in shots at the buzzer. They would have won the title game. Um, And if I have a frustration, it's that after a great start, Ward, Stockard, and Douglas didn't get enough chances inside. If I have a frustration there, and to me that comes from the lack of cohesion on offense, the lack of teamwork on offense, because Watkins – you know because Doug Ward, Stockard and Douglas aren't going to get their own offense they're they they've got to have offense generated for them and my frustration with them is that they had that they didn't get those chances and they needed to get those chances um let's praise Josh Banks let's let's do some sign out a little bit of praise today Josh Banks getting 10 points off the bench playing really great love Josh Banks love his energy um well, the, rep, the Dan, there was stuff that they weren't calling on one end that they were calling on the other. Jameer Watkins is driving in. He's clearly bodied. It's clearly a foul. They don't call it. And then they go right down and call a ticky-tack foul on VCU. There was some terrible, terrible, terrible officiating. A lot of it went in St. Bonaventure's favor. Some of it, there was a few fouls. There was a few bailout calls that went in VCU's fa- favor. A lot of it went in their favor. Mike Robansky, here's what I'm going to say about Watkins. Watkins, he has that amnesia that's good in the sense that he does something bad and he forgets it and just goes on. The next one, but sometimes that means he still keeps taking bad shots when he needs to make, when he needs to do better is that. Uh, It was, but it was bad. Uh, The point is, Dan, it was bad, and it was bad for this reason. Number one, the first, the charging foul on Highland in the first half, which ends up being a huge foul. Is a block. His feet are in the circle. That's black and white letter law. If the guy's feet is in the circle, unless you're calling a player control foul, and that was not a player control foul because Highland wasn't out of control, you gotta you gotta call that a block. And the fact that all three refs missed that is terrible because one of them, and this is in their this is in their protocols, they're all they're, there's one ref that's always got to be looking at that when a block charge situation arises. So, yeah, the refs were – the refs mostly helped SBU, and it was brutal. It was brutal. And I'm with you, Isaiah Hamm, I'm with you about Watkins. Watkins is going to be a hell of a player. He's got to get better with his uh, shot selection. Some of that is the freshman exuberance. But I love the fact that every time he comes in the game, he plays with great energy, he gets after it, and he doesn't get down on himself when things are going wrong for him. You know, but he's got to be – he's got to be more selective. That's the thing he's got to work on the most. But yeah, Josh Banks today loved his game. And I'm I'm happy to see more of him, and and I was glad that he got in there when Highland did have to sit down because I thought he played well. Uh, so I I really like I really like Josh Banks a lot and what he did today. Uh, so yeah, so and it's frustrating. And the other thing that's frustrating is they had a chance to wear they were starting to wear Saint Bonaventure down a little bit. And they just they just didn't get those damn rebounds. And whoever they're playing, whether it's LSU, BYU, or whoever, they got to understand something. Don't look at the ball and wait for it to come to you. That's number one. Couple of different times I watched VCU players just stand there. Highland did it on the Welch on the Welch putback, and there was another one. The Vince Williams did it, and it's like as soon as that ball goes up, you take a man. That's what you have to do. You've got to take a man every time, and then you go get the ball. That is how you rebound in this game. They didn't do it. It was very frustrating. Uh, no, I don't think goaltending needs to be a personal foul. I think mentally, what you got to say to yourself is, if he's goaltending, you won because you get the basket. Who gives a damn if he blocks it? You've got to keep swinging. you've got to keep going in there. You gotta shot fake him. That's the other thing. You gotta shot fake a guy like Yi because he will get in the air and he will foul you. And that's what they gotta do. They didn't do that enough. Uh who knows about Keyshawn Curry? Again, I, I don't I, I don't want to sit here and judge anybody when they're recovering when they're mourning the loss of a family member. Um I don't know. I, I've heard nothing. I doubt anybody else has either. I would really love to see him come back for this weekend. But look, you know, maybe it's just a case of they said, hey, you know, take your time and we'll see you next season. So uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I don't know about that. I, we need him because Baldwin and, and and Highland need somebody like Curry to spell them. Um, yes and no, Isaiah. Watkins and Banks can both be better than Curry. But for me right now, Curry, with his experience, is somebody one went out there. Plus, Curry is such a good defensive player. And I really think that we're with Clark not on the team anymore, what we're missing is that really good defense off the bench because that's what we needed today. We needed to have people come off the bench and defend as well as our starters usually do, and that's where we were hurting. Because, again, this, that's this team's bell cow is playing defense. Uh, you know, they, they were they came into this game, uh, or at least as of Wednesday, they were top ten in the country in defensive efficiency. That was that's their identity, and that's what they need to do. Um, uh, but 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 look at it this way. Any other team that got blown out today, that would gotten their doors blown off, they'd have lost by 25. VCU lost by nine. Highland couldn't have played a worse game. Williams struggled, Baldwin struggled. They're going to play better on Friday. I am convinced of that. And and they need to watch the tape of this game because they need to learn from their mistakes. Yes. But they also need to realize that they're better than that and they're not going to do this again. And I really believe that. They're not going to do this again. And whoever we're playing, and we're going to find that out hopefully in two and a half hours, give or take. Whoever we're playing, let's remember something. Collectively, as a team, they need to play defensively. And that means you got to rotate. You got to help your, you got to help your teammate when you can. And the second thing is, offensively, this is not a one-man show for anybody. You have got to pass the ball, move without the ball, make your cuts, set your screens, play as a team on offense because that's when this offense is at its best. That didn't happen this time. Um. Uh, and look, uh, Hassan had a tough game today. He's going to have a better game than this. That's the other thing. Hassan Ward... Really struggled, especially after he got that technical foul. I don't even know how much he played. Hassan Ward, and that's the thing. Hassan Ward knows he did wrong. I, I, I I'm going to take that as out of character, and he's not going to do it again. And I'm sure he knows knows that, and that he knows that we need him out there. Um, so so I'm, you know, I'm okay with Ward. He's going to be all right as far as I'm concerned. I still think he's better, probably coming off the bench. That's just my opinion. I do think he's better coming off the bench. I like starting that game. I understand why they, that he's on there because they don't really want to start with Douglas and Stockard because neither one of them are really that great offensively. But I do think Ward's better coming off the bench. But yeah, out of character, he is going to be better than that. Vince Williams is going to be better than that. I'll give Vince Williams credit. Nine rebounds today is a heck of a job out of Vince Williams. So nine, you know we do like that from Vince Williams when he's getting boards. Uh, he did a good job with that today. So look, frustrating loss a game that they got they really got out of control early in the second half and then they got back they were getting close they were starting to make they were starting to make progress and they sabotaged themselves a little bit that's what happens and since I'm doing this for the for the for the post game pod as well one more congratulations to the VCU women first Atlantic 10 conference tournament championship first conference tournament championship of any kind ever Second bid to the NCAA tournament. VCU ladies, we salute, we salute you and congratulate you here at Rams Rewind. And and all of us, I, I know me and I think a lot of other people in our group here, we were all wildly celebrating for you guys when you pulled it off at the Seagull Center. So that's it. Uh, expect a pod. I don't know when. Sometime, probably Wednesday. Looking at the first round. Looking at the first two rounds. Uh, let's cross our... For me personally, I want Friday because I'm off Friday and Sunday. So that's my hope. I don't blame anybody who, um, who feels differently. So I'm crossing my fingers for Friday. Uh, let's 10 or 11 see that's what it should be, that we're not in the playing game. And if that's what we get, great. We're not getting sent west. We don't have to worry about that. It's only Indianapolis this year. Thank goodness. And uh, look, this was a tough game today. But VCU's had tough games and, and, and rebounded in the tournament before. So, I mean, we've only won one A ten tournament and we've still advanced in years when we didn't win the A ten tournament. So let's take this for what it is. Frustrating though it is, and let's understand this VCU's had a hell of a season at this point. They ought to, they they more than likely are going to be in CAA tournament. More than likely they're not going to be in the play in game. Let's get into this tournament. Let's get some business done there. If you're listening on Podbean or Apple, Rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for all your comments in the group. I really appreciate it. I look forward to I'll be doing another pod to set it up. And I look forward to hopefully being with you to watch the game live in the first round of the NCAA tournament. We're going to go and get our first tournament win, I think, since, what is it, 2016. That's what we're going to go and do. Thank you all for listening. Have a good day, everybody.
0: To submit a question for George to answer in an upcoming episode or to inquire about sponsorship opportunities for this podcast, please email ramsrewind at gmail.com. To participate in the post-game Facebook Live with George, join the Facebook group VCU Basketball Fans, The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. We'll be back after the next game, and thanks for listening to this episode of Rams Rewind.